Hello and welcome to the podcast Work-Life Balance. I'm your host Jess and this is episode 7. I thought I'd launch into a bit of a confessional this week to start straight away with it because it's become a little bit of a favourite thing of mine to do. Um, And actually I've got a little bit of a treat because I've got two confessionals to make today. And one is I should not have had that second glass of wine last night. Oh my days, my head was fuzzy this morning. Not because I was hungover, but because I think wine sometimes gives you that heady feeling and you feel a bit fuzzy with it. More so than spirits sometimes. I just felt so groggy and awful after it. But I thought it was Valentine's Day yesterday. I would want to do a little bit of a celebration. I want to make it huge. Money can be quite tight at the moment. So I thought I'd just do a little something. So me and my husband had a glass of wine. I decided to treat myself, have a second glass. Well, we both did. And, um, well, that made me pretty much exhausted and head fuzzy and miserable today. Although my misery is not just because of the fact that I've had such a huge headache. It also is for the fact that, again, the lady of the month has come. Now, that sounds like a lot of information, but I talk a lot about fertility on a regular basis. And for me, my cycles have been really short postpartum. And so that was quite a surprise because I ovulated three days prior and now I'm already having my period, whereas normally you have... Well, for most typical people, you have a, with normal cycles, 12 to 16 day window before that happens. So that took me um, as a surprise. And trying to do some research, I'm learning that potentially breastfeeding might be affecting why those cycles are quite short. So that's something for me to look into and see if I can sort that out. Although that might not be able to, well, I might not be able to get that back on track until I've stop breastfeeding which is not imminent at the moment so yeah valentine's day with money being so tight i try not to go crazy with it um but i did go a little bit crazy with the wine second glass obviously was too much for me because i was almost asleep on the sofa um so yeah that was this week's little um treat for me And the other things in other news is related to my second confessional and it launches into one of my topics for this week, which is about Vinted and Facebook marketplaces. Because if you're like me, you're trying to save a little bit of money and buy things secondhand. Now, my, (laughs) this is going to, this is going to sound really, really bad, but And I know I shouldn't have these expectations, but when you buy something on Vinted, I confess that I get a little bit irritated if it takes more than three days for the sender to send the item. Now, I know that's completely unfair and I have no right for them to send that. And it's going to be very unpopular for people to think that, you know, I should have those expectations, which... I really understand it's absolutely fine for them to have to wait five five business days or working days. But for me, I'm just too impatient. I, I Normally I've bought the item because I've gone out on a mad dash and I need it like straight away. So this week 
my breast pump is stopped working so well and I unfortunately bought a breast pump where I cannot find certain parts to replace the parts within the breast pump so the suction cap and the duct bill they need to be changed every so often if you're not someone who's familiar with breast pumps and there are a lot of different breast pumps with a lot of different sort of interchangeable parts but the one I have needs to be have parts replaced as well as the suction doesn't work very well now suction doesn't work very well anyway because the pump doesn't have much draw from it but I decided to go and get something a bit a bit more robust um, and it's advertised as a hospital grade breast pump and I, I did I just didn't have the money to buy it the full whack of it which was about 150 pounds so I decided to buy it second hand and because it was at such a good price and it is advertised in a good condition it'd been uploaded like literally an hour before and I thought oh no I better buy it straight away because it was like 30 quid and I thought wow that's a bargain but it's still not been sent and <laughs> it's like been five days. I know people have family and lives. I can't help it. Um, I do feel like that. I'm sure other people feel like that. And I do understand that it might take them the full five working days to actually ship it. And I know sort of, I think tomorrow's the deadline and then I'll get a refund if it doesn't get shipped. But I still can't help hoping that it gets shipped early. And it, you do f find a little bit of appreciation when people like get it out as quickly as possible. And the same when I sell things, I try and ship things out as quickly as possible, especially if someone asks me. But then this is a really weird thing. And I know this is going to sound really hypocritical. Guys, I completely understand it sounds hypocritical. When people message me on Vinted and say, um, oh, can you send it as soon as possible? I'm like, oh. God, really? You know, and then there's that mad dash for me to get it to wherever it's being delivered from. But I still try and send it as soon as possible. Again, I do understand people who can't send it and it's going to cause a lot of people to think, oh no, that's so unfair. But it's how I feel. I don't put any pressure on people to send it any earlier. It's just how I feel. It's a gripe. So that's my second confessional. And a little bit about our topic, um today which is sort of secondhand buying so I've not had too bad exchanges on Vinted I've seen quite a lot of torrid stories you know that have not been so good um, my main uh, difficulties have been with Facebook marketplace and guys I would love to hear your stories about buying from Facebook marketplace or Vinted so please drop me an email if you'd like me to talk a little bit more and do another episode about this on workbalancelifepod at gmail.com. Okay, or hit me up on socials, Instagram, uh, Facebook and uh, TikTok. Come on, all of those same work life balance pod. You'll find me yammering on about something. So, yeah, Facebook Marketplace. Um, I think people have quite a low tolerance for messing around. I, I certainly say if. I'm going to try and pick something up. I try and, you know, deliver on my word. Because if you start telling people different times and dates, it kind of feels like you're just messing people around. Now, you can probably excuse one change, but after that, you just think, oh, no, that's a bit too much. So I had one interaction with someone where they were, it, it was free stuff. It was like free toys. And I said, um, when, when can I pick it up? When are you available for me to come and pick it up? And they said, X, Y, Z time. Then I said, oh, okay, um, and asked for all the details. Then they changed the date and time. Then they changed the date and time again. I said, okay, you know what? 
I'm just going to leave it if that's okay. And then, then suddenly they came back and was like, what's your address? And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't feel comfortable anymore. It feels a bit strange. I'm just going to leave it. And I said, no, that's okay. That's fine. And left it at that. And then they tried messaging me again. I thought, right, I'm just going to end the conversation here. And I know someone else who's had a similar experience where the person kept changing dates and times all the time. And in the end, this person said, okay, that's fine. I'm just going to sell. This was on the selling side rather than the buying side. I'm just going to sell it to someone else um, because I need, uh, I'm not available at this time and date because you otherwise you're beholden to someone else all the time for times and dates. And they said, oh, have I made you angry? And I just think if you don't know the person, you should just accept what someone has said to you that, they're now going to, you know, make someone else rather than get accusate, accusational with it. I was approached buying something from a marketplace in a sort of professional manner. I'd never go, have I made you angry? I'd just say, um, OK, I can still get it at this in this time and make sure that I can get it at this in this time. Because if you've changed your times and dates like three, four times, then people are just going to get a bit annoyed. They've got lives to live. You know, they're just selling this at like a really cheap dirt price. Just pick it up already. Okay, make one change here if you've got an emergency, but don't keep messing about all the time. And so uh, this individual said, uh, just said, I'm available. They they kept, they say quite professional about it. He said, I'm available at X, Y, Z time. He said, okay, I can pick it up at this time. And they did. Fortunately, there was no more messing about. But I can imagine that there is a fair share of messing about on Facebook and Vinted. And it was quite nice because I did pick something up the other day. And I had one of the best communications I've ever had from someone on Facebook Marketplace because I wanted to buy something. And they messaged me in the morning and said, oh, we've just checked it. And um, there's a it was a toy. There was a thing missing from where the batteries are. that should have been held in place by something. And they said, look, it, I didn't realise this was not working. Um, I'm happy to give it to you for free. And I said, because I can be a bit kind, I said, OK, now I'll meet you halfway and give you half price for what you asked for. And that was like the best communication. We communicated time, day, and no one um, de deviated from that. So that was amazing. And I know they can't all be like that. And most of my interactions have been great. It's been time, date, etc. And yeah, I I know I, I completely understand. It's just a minefield. And the other thing is, um, when I haven't been on this side of things, but I've seen a lot of people said no offers, and I've gone to speak to that person because I've bought it and not put in an offer. Because if they say no offers, I'm not going to make an offer on the price. And I've got there, and they're like, oh, so many people keep trying to reduce the price on this, and I've said no offers it's kind of like if they say no offers they mean no offers if they want to change their mind later on and relist it and say offers accepted then that's fine but i kind of just think some of this is common sense and people just kind of lose common sense and become rude and bitter about things when actually i treat facebook marketplace and vinted aside from my feelings that are internal which i never sort of express to the seller slash buyer um, I treat it like a professional transaction. Like if I'm going into a shop and I'm buying something, then that's a professional transaction. Now, there's not so many regulations around it. I can't then go to 
um, well, there's some complaints uh, around it, but I then can't go to uh, like a returns counter or something and say, look, I'm not happy with this. Um, but what has happened in the past with Vinted, and I have been extremely lucky because I'm sure lots of people out there haven't, I received one item and it wasn't quite clean and there was some broken bits. They, they hadn't packaged it well. And because it hadn't been packaged, it'd been tossed about so much that the lid had come broken. And so I messaged the seller. And I think one of the things that they wanted to avoid was a poor review. So they just gave the item to me for free, which was really nice because the item's still functioning. It just, the lid on it wasn't closing properly, um, but I could still use it for the function I wanted it for. And I just gave it a bit of a clean out. And, you know, in that sense, I then didn't put a review because I thought, one, if I review it and say it came X, Y, Z, but they gave it to me for free, it would impact them. But I also don't want to leave a review that's negative. So I just left it. So I think if people have um, a certain status that they want to maintain, then I think they would easily sort of rectify that return or sort that out for you. But which is why I always tend to buy from people um, on Vinted who've got five star reviews only or I check out the reviews quite carefully. So, for example, if I see a lot of people saying sale not completed because the seller hasn't sent the item or something like that, I'm probably not going to buy from them because it's too risky because I, I there's no point me entering entering into a transaction where the item is not probably going to be shipped to me because I I normally need something you know right then and for a specific reason so I did and another nice interaction I had I mean there I have had some fantastic uh, sellers sell, selling to me and I think it's because fortunately I do do my um, I do do my due diligence and have a look at uh, what those reviews are and um, I bought something and they actually added a couple little extra bits it was some um, baby uh, sleep suits and things and it added a couple more in and I thought oh that's so sweet and really kind and I thanked them profusely and then I did give them a good review um, I would have given them a review anyway but I did give them you know a really nice review because I think if someone's doing something really kind for you you should go out the extra mile to do that for them and I think a lot of people just don't make that effort anymore to do that but it does make a huge difference you know more than just good seller or you know great I will put you know good communication item arrived in time in good uh, standing etc etc so I just wanted to talk a little bit about that the woes and pitfalls of Vinted and Facebook marketplace because it's such a minefield like crazy I've read so many stories on the internet about people in coming into contact with such strange circumstances. And it is quite a weird thing. I keep seeing that video trend of the person, um, my wife does, is risking it all just to sell something on Facebook Marketplace for two pounds or something like that, which is quite funny because I probably would do that, you know, and you are giving out your address to some random person who you don't really know if you're selling something. Um, so it is quite a risk, which is why I think reviews are really, really important. And another thing that I found quite weird um, that I saw on Facebook was someone selling the same item a couple times. I thought this is really, really weird. I don't want to turn up to this place. You know, I look at things with 
a fine tooth comb because I, you know I'm looking to see what the seller's like I don't want to turn up at some really strange house and then next thing I know I'm found somewhere very unusual or never heard of again so yeah that's just a wise caution when it comes to vintage going back to that I do find that is the problem with vintage is even if you're selling it really cheap you've then got postage and packaging the buyer's fee and then by the time depending on how much the item costs by the time you've added all of that up I kind of think sometimes it's just better to buy it new or like in the sale at Tesco so for example like some of the baby stuff I bought they, they wanted you know quite a lot of money for it and I know you can make an offer but I just thought I can probably buy this new for the price it's going to cost me to deliver etc etc I get that it is helpful to buy it second hand because we don't want clothes waste and fast fashion and all of that and I am so for that but I do have to think about money and the longevity of the item because a lot of the baby items I have now I'm keeping in case and I'm not saying that this is something definite in case I want a second child and I know I'm not the only lady out there who's keeping all their little baby clothes in case of that second one is it for the second one or is it because you just can't let go either way it doesn't matter because I can't let go of my little tiny baby clothes they're so cute they grow out of them so quickly um so that was the other thing I was thinking about with uh vintage marketplace um it's the delivery cost I mean you can still pick up some really good bargains on there I bought my little one's little pumpkin suit this week this year on it because it was like 10 quid in Tesco's for just like a little pumpkin suit and you know they know how to market because around Halloween everything goes up all the little pumpkin suits go up the ghost suits go up and you think oh god this is going to cost me a uh, arm and a leg just to have one day of happiness so I bought it off of Vinted and thought that will do that's really nice I've got my pictures and she looks adorable in them uh, so word of the warning just be careful with that try that little trick get it well in advance so for example with my little one I'm thinking about next year if I want a pumpkin uh, suit for her next year I'm thinking about roughly about what age she's going to be and then for some wiggle room in case she's really big which she's not she's often been called dainty so I'm not ever concerned that it's going to be big on her you never know and buying it in advance same with Christmas stuff buying it advance because otherwise it's going to cost you a bomb closer to time and I'm sure vintage sellers are thinking about that as well that if they list their Halloween item or Christmas item near to Halloween or Christmas they will get a good price for it because everyone's going to go mad and just do it last minute because whoever thinks forward in time even though I have a little bit of time to myself these days I don't think ahead of time I'm still really busy so that was yeah some of my vintage Facebook marketplace stories love to hear yours please hit me up on Instagram Facebook Gmail work life balance pod at gmail.com or TikTok I'd love to hear all your stories um so that's uh what I want to touch on upon this week two confessionals um with regards to what's been going on not a huge a lot not not a huge amount in my life to be honest I'm just I seem to be waiting for things to just happen my house is still a bomb site I just don't know how to get on top of um 
managing little one and the household because the other thing I am, as well as a human mama, is a dog mama. Mama, that sounds weird. And I've got two big dogs, a bulldog and a Rottweiler. Now the bulldog will just sit there all day and I can get away with not exercising him for one day when it's really, really wet. But the Rottweiler's energetic as hell. She needs a walk every day and we went for a walk in the rain. So out all of us trooped because I can't leave the little one at home. And it just didn't stop raining. So I brought her and um, baby who had the rain cover and the full uh, shebang on out in the rain. And I'll tell you what, it was miserable. But we did it and we we're all quite strong and hardy. It's the perks of, I suppose, living in the country. Uh, well, it doesn't matter if you live in the city or country, it's still raining if it's raining. But this is, I'll tell you what, you're out in the open sometimes and it's quite flat. The wind just hits you and the rain hits you and you think oh how miserable it is and I suppose this is coming on to the third confessional now actually I do admit sometimes that it probably would have been easier not to have dogs and a ch child but I would never have it any other way it brings a certain adorable chaos to the household so again if you were a dog mama and a human mama or one of each whatever you are hit me up. I'd love to hear your adorable stories of your dogs and your miserable stories of walking in the rain, which can be quite therapeutic if you think about it, because the noise and the sound is quite lulling, because it did actually get my child to sleep. Thank you very much, rain and dog walk, uh, because she can be quite difficult to get to sleep. Um, teething as well. She's suddenly gone from having two teeth to about three four five teeth all popping out in one go which is probably why she's been quite agitated lately and waking up quite a lot through the night and that has been quite difficult because it's been really really tiring for me um and very tiring for her as well bless her heart I can imagine that must be quite uncomfortable to go through not that I remember it but I remember a couple of my I think wisdom teeth coming through and leaving and that was quite painful and um I am probably going to have to get her to a dentist soon and I was thinking about how does that work with a little one because I know that you, as soon as their teeth come through they're meant to start seeing a dentist and I have to sort of pose that question so if anyone's got little ones, babies and you've taken them to the dentist, how does that work? Do they kind of knock them out? No, I'm joking, I'm sure they don't knock, knock them out. Um, do they just sort of have a little poke around and wave a toy around for them? I'm not sure. But I've tried brushing her teeth and she sort of just gums it and goes. So I'm not sure. I'm hoping I'm doing it right. And I suppose it's better than doing nothing. And I'm, I am actually trying to consciously keep her away from sugar because I thought I'd rather not have her have tooth decay this early on. And maybe I'm being a little bit strict, but I'm just so overly cautious when it comes to her. And then the other thing is she's just gone off all food altogether. I, I, I know maybe this is a thing for this age that they suddenly go off food. And because she was eating loads the other day out of house and home. I swear I almost had to have a second food shop just to cater to her food needs. And this week she just doesn't want to eat anything. She's picky. Might be because of the teeth. I don't know. Or developmental. But it's, it has been a little bit challenging because I think as well as the teething, she's also starting to get a bit tantrum-y and it's almost like a toddler tantrum, but only she's a baby and she still can't verbalise what she wants or how she wants it. So going through that period, as well as still job hunting, so still applying for jobs and 
hearing crickets hmm how are your job hunts going again love to hear stories about that um i've been looking for jobs and it is dead like there's nothing to apply for there's like small jobs but the majority of the jobs that i'm seeing don't seem to have my skill set at the moment or i don't have the qualifications or sometimes i think i'm looking at jobs and they seem this is gonna sound weird I don't want to be rude, but demanding. They're asking for quite a lot with and giving not a lot, if that makes sense. And they're all full time. And it, that's just going to be too much of a struggle with this household. Like I said, two dogs, a child, uh, one parent already working full time. I know some of you guys do it out there, but it's for me, it's just going to be too much. And we, we I don't need a full time income. Um, And yeah, that's that's really challenging. So I've just been looking and looking and getting nothing. So it's really tough out there. I completely understand how things are. And really, I hope that's been sort of um, helpful because, you know, guys, if you are trying to look for something, it's difficult out there. I've been trying to keep myself busy by doing some content creations. If you like little videos that might amuse you or you want to check it out, please do check out my TikTok, Instagrams and Facebook. I'm really trying to put a lot in and it's really difficult. So ladies or gentlemen out there, if you're content creators and you're also the sole parent for, not sole parent, I mean you're doing the bulk of the childcare, how are you doing content creation around your children? Because my little one, she sleeps like one nap a day and I'm doing everything during that nap and then I have to do everything around it. It's really challenging alongside a household. I don't know how exactly to balance it at times. But I'm managing. I'm getting some sleep. Um, and yeah, just really trying. Anyway, that's been my little podcast episode for this week. I've loved chatting to you guys. Um, please hit me up and I hope you have a good week. And also hit me up with your pancakes. If you, I miss pancake day, so we're having our pancakes today. So hopefully I'll try and get an image out of that. But, and I know it's all a little bit gimmicky at times, uh, but we're home making our pancakes. I'm trying to be really good because I know sometimes some of the store-bought ones can be a bit sugary for me. I, I like savoury pancakes. I know I'm a savoury pancake lady. So if you guys are out there, are you savoury or sweet? Tell me. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Uh, tune in next week for the next podcast where I'm going to probably talk a little bit about why I decided to leave the NHS. And that's going to be an enormous episode. Thank you for listening and have a good week.